This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, defining moment. President Biden takes the stage ahead of next week's crucial midterm elections, saying democracy itself is on the ballot, with key races set to decide the balance of power, what you need to know about what's at stake. Then major development inside a new study that looks at weight loss and teenagers, how a drug prescribed to adults is having an impact on a new generation. Plus, sharing her struggle, Christina Applegate opens up about her battle with multiple sclerosis, calling it the hardest thing she's ever done. Her powerful and courageous message just ahead. And sunny day. Our friends from Sesame Street are here live spreading some joy and sharing some surprises ahead of their new season. So come and play today, Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. Shout out to Lincoln, Nebraska. Hi to my dad, a Today Show super fan watching in St. Louis, Missouri. From Boonton, New Jersey. Today is my birthday. We're on a girl's trip from Amarillo, Texas. On a bucket list trip with my girls. From Tennessee to today. What's up, Pomerine, Arizona? And Madison, Wisconsin. From From Wilmington, North Carolina, Carolina, it's Judah's first time in New York. Hi, Tanisha. Oh, great baby. Linger on that shot. That's the money shot today. Welcome back. So happy y'all are with us. It's a Thursday morning. Just a day away. You from say our Thursday morning, I say Friday Eve. Yeah, yes. I like that too. Okay, and guess what? The famed New York City Marathon is this weekend. We're going to get you ready tomorrow morning. We have a very special story on two of the runners taking part. Yeah, one of them saved the other's life, and now they're set to conquer that marathon together. They're going to tell us all about their truly inspiring friendship. They'll do that tomorrow right here on Today. Look forward to that. All right, let's get right to our news at 8 o'clock. In a last-minute appeal to voters, President Biden overnight framed next week's midterm elections as a defining moment for democracy itself. NBC News Chief White House Correspondent and Weekend Today co-anchor Kristen Welker. She joins us with a closer look at the president's remark. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Hi, Hoda. Good morning to you. With Democrats on defense, President Biden is intensifying his message around an issue he thinks will energize the Democratic base. That's threats to democracy. In that speech overnight, just blocks from the U.S. Capitol, the president put the focus on voter intimidation, political violence, and also those who will not commit to accepting election results. He really framed his speech around that brutal, politically motivated attack on Paul Pelosi, of course, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, denouncing those who've joked or spread false information about it. And the president placed the blame for this environment squarely at the feet of his predecessor, former President Trump, for refusing to concede the 2020 election. An overwhelming majority of Americans believe our democracy is at risk, that our democracy is under threat. They, too, see that democracy is on the ballot this year. 
The GOP Senate leader Mitch McConnell accusing the president of trying to change the subject from inflation, crime and open borders. Republicans and even many Democrats are really skeptical the president's speech will have an impact. In fact, according to a poll released just yesterday, far more voters say inflation is still the most urgent issue facing the country. So you can expect candidates of both parties to stay largely focused on pocketbook issues in these closing days. Hoda. All right. Kristen Welker for us there in Washington. Kristen, thank you. This morning, a major development in the battle against obesity. City, a popular adult weight loss drug, has been in the news a lot recently because of its effectiveness. Well, now it has shown unprecedented results in teenagers, according to a new study in the New England Journal of Medicine. And here to help us break it down, NBC medical contributor Dr. Natalie Azar. Dr. Natalie, good morning. So what's the implication of this? So this is important. You guys might recall the name Wagovi. This is a, a weight loss drug that's been approved for adults because it works so well for weight loss. And researchers wanted to investigate whether or not it actually can work in kids. Mm -hmm. And boy, does it ever. We have a graphic for our viewers here. Look at this. In kids age 12 to 17 who took this medicine, oh. semaglutide, for 16 months, on average, the kids who got the medication lost about 34 pounds, while the kids who didn't get the medication actually gained about 5 pounds. Well, the, the tricky thing about this is yeah. it works while you're doing it. While you're well, doing once it. once you don't do it. And as a teenager, you uh, you think it would be more about some habits that you'd want to learn. Well, right. And so I I think this is a really important point, Hoda, and I'm glad that you brought it up because before the children were even enrolled in the study, they had to go through what's called like a 12 week run in where they actually did diet, physical therapy wow. and behavioral counseling. And even during the study, they continued to do all of those things for both the kids who got the medicine and who didn't. Uh -huh. But not only did they lose the weight, the other things they looked at, you guys, uh -huh. they had an improvement in their waist circumference. Uh -huh. They had improvement in cholesterol. And this is one of the first studies that actually looked at how their how their quality of life uh -huh. improved. And they yep. improved dramatically. I mean, Hoda, obviously, as, as you point out, in kids, especially not just adults, sure. yeah. having that extra weight can be a significant impact on their on their social development yeah. as well. Okay. All right. Well, it's expensive, so we'll see if insurance starts covering yeah, it. We'll it's, see. It'll be it the continues. ticket price is about thirteen hundred dollars and maybe approval next year. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Dr. Azar. Thank you, Dr. Azar. Well now to the latest on Kanye West. NBC News has learned that Kanye West once paid a settlement to a former employee who accused him of using anti-Semitic language at work. The person also said West had praised Hitler and the Nazis during business meetings. West denied the claims as part of the settlement. Six other people told NBC News that they heard the rapper glorify Hitler or spout conspiracy theories about Jewish people at work or in professional settings. West's most recent comments have caused major business partners to sever ties with him. Coming up, Christina Applegate gets candid on the impact of MS on her life and her career and why, despite it all, she was determined to finish filming her Netflix show on her own terms. First, though, from cars to houses, is now the time to buy, sell, or just hang on? Vicki Wynn and Steph Rule both here with some important advice to help you develop smart shopping strategies in the final weeks of the year. But first, these messages. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. 
Learn more at funturns50.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back. It is 812, and we're back with a brand new series. It's called Today's Smart Shopper. And we are beginning with strategies to help you know the right time to buy or to sell or to hold. Uh, okay. As you can see, we've called in the A-team to yep. break it all down. Vicki Wynn is here. Stephanie Rule mm-hmm. is here. Vic, we'll start with yes. you. Let's talk about housing. Very much in the news. A lot of people were riding the wave. Yeah. Is it a buy, sell, or hold? Savannah, I am going to give you two answers. Right now, if you're fortunate enough to be somebody who owns a home, hold on to it. That means you're basically able to control one of the biggest costs in your household, which is your household monthly mortgage. So hang on to that home. Now, if you are thinking of selling, there are a few things to consider. If you live in an area where there's really low inventory and high demand, great time to sell. If you're possibly downsizing, the kids are moving out, or maybe you're one of these people who has a flexible working schedule and you can relocate, move to somewhere where the cost of living is lower, sell. And finally, if the value of your home has gone way up, then you're in a great position right now. And hopefully you are going to be able to capitalize on that. Okay. We're going to see those interest rates go higher. That seems to cool off the housing market. Mm -hmm. What about renting? So there's a formula here that I want you to try. It's called the 5% rule. So what you do is you look at the value of that home. Math? Math. It's easy. (laughs) You multiply it by 5% and it gives you what's called the break-even point. If the break-even point is actually lower than the cost of rent, yeah, that was the dividing by 12 part. If it's lower, then it's fine. You should continue renting. But if your break-even point is actually higher, then that's when you want to consider saving and trying to buy that home. Okay, I'm going to need to contemplate that. There is one more bullet point. There is. What is it? To help you. Give you the answer. Okay. Okay. All right. There's no answer. All right. So let's talk cars for a second, Vicki. A lot of people, they were just scarce, hard to come by. If you are now wanting to get a car, is this the right time to buy one? Hoda, you want to hold off. Hold. The pricing right now, thankfully, is stabilizing on new cars. But the average price of a car right now in the United States, $46,200. That's a lot. It is down $500 from August, though. And the thought is it's going to either stay that way or go down even further. So if you have a good car right now that you can hang on to for the next 6 to 12 months, maintain it and hang on to it. The last thing you want to do with rising interest rates is take out another car loan with a higher rate than you might pay 12 months down the road. The same thing, it is competitive in the used market right now, so hold on to that car if you can. All right. If you're thinking about trading in your car, you just are over it. Is this a good time to do that? It absolutely is. If you have a car to trade in or to sell right now, do it. And this goes for folks who are coming to the end of their lease as well. I know someone in this building who was able to buy his car outright 
turned around and sold it through a third party and still made several oh thousand wow. dollars. This oh. is absolutely a seller's market. Do it now, though, if you can. All right, Vicky, thanks. Yep. All right, Steph Rule is going to join me now. Here we go. Uh, so, Steph, let's talk money for a second, because to Savannah's point a few moments ago, yesterday the Fed announces that they're raising interest rates for the sixth time this year. Interest rates are going up. We've talked about inflation ad nauseum. Prices of everything else is going up. If we want to be smarter with our money, where do we start? Save. This is the time to save. We are walking into uncertain times. You just talked about interest rates going up. So let's think about how we're going to save. Many of us have sort of forgotten. Pre-pandemic, we had a lot of good savings habits. But during the pandemic, there was government support. There was stimulus. We were kind of naturally saving. And also, we were all home. There weren't a lot of places to spend. But since we've come out of the pandemic, boom, we're spending again. We're dying to visit friends and family. We're going out to eat. And prices are really high. And we're out there spending. We've got to be concerned about that because that's how you rack up credit card debt. So what I want you to do is start thinking about how am I going to start to save even little ways, track your spending. Yeah. And then at the end of the month, look at ways. Uh, did I need to spend here? Is this a waste of time? Cut that spending out. Things that are a little bigger than that. If you've got a short term savings goal, sure. I want you to think about how much do I need to save and how long do I have till I get to that date? I want you to divide that number by the amount of paychecks till you get there. For example, let's say you want to get to, to January to get through those holiday bills. Yeah. Maybe it's five paychecks. You know it's going to be $100 a paycheck. So take that $100 each paycheck in its own account. And by the end of January, boom, you're going to have that money. So once you have a few bucks saved, then what should you do with that money? Put it in an emergency fund, okay. right? I Don't just say, oh, I'm going to like stick it in a jar in the kitchen. No, 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 no. I want you to create a real emergency fund. Three to six months of your living expenses Try to put that away in a separate account. We know that unemployment could be going up. These are, again, uncertain times. Create a separate account. And if you've got that money, three to six months of of living expenses over there, you're going to feel a whole lot better. If you do have that money already aside, you go, yo, Steph, I'm ready to spend. I want to invest in the markets. Invest in the market sure. if you've got like a five to seven year time horizon. Okay. Not like, oh, let me play the markets right. now. Yeah. With no where the trading. markets are going, you're going to be in boom, 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 heart attack mode. Thank I don't you. want that. Stop. You're already a little sweaty. Yeah. Savings yeah. good for bringing down inflation too, yeah. right? If we yeah. stop spending yeah. on that's all exactly expensive it. stuff, we could yeah. all help inflation. That's a huge contributor to inflation. Yeah. Because yeah. we're willing to pay these high prices, yeah. that's what keeps them so Let's high. stop. Let's yeah. all yes. just say no. There yeah. you go. Just say no to the $30 burger. Yeah. Steph, Vic, thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Roker. Say yes to a free forecast. There you <laughs> yes. go. There you go. Yes. So we're looking at some snow in the Rockies. That system's going to be pushing to the east, bringing some severe weather tonight and tomorrow into the southwest and then in, into the plains and the lower gulf. For today, afternoon highs are going to be really chilly as we get up into the Pacific North and into the northeast, the northern plains and the Pacific Northwest. We're looking at warmer conditions down through the Gulf and parts of southern Texas. And then as we go into today, we're going to be looking at beautiful weather here in the east, nice and mild, those strong storms firing up in the plains, snow and wind out through the Rockies. And that is your latest weather, and this is the best time of the day. That's kind of you to say. We have a lot to get to today. We're going to start with Christina Applegate. The beloved actress was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis last year, and she's now opening up about the impact of that autoimmune disease and how it's what it's had on her life and her experience shooting the latest season of her Netflix series, Dead to Me. Our own Ann Thompson has her story. Christina Applegate makes us laugh and has for decades as a teenager on Married with Children. An Emmy-winning turn on Friends. My so-called sister 
gets a 30% discount from Ralph Lauren and I still have to pay retail? <laughs> In Anchorman as Veronica Corningstone. I will have you know that I have more talent and more intelligence in my little finger than you do in your entire body, sir. Now in the just-released trailer for the final season of her Netflix show Dead to Me, fans are getting their first peek at the work she calls the hardest thing she's ever done due to her multiple sclerosis. This is the first time anyone's going to see me the way I am, she told the New York Times. I put on 40 pounds. I can't walk without a cane. I want people to know that I am very aware of all of that. After years of balance and numbness issues, Applegate was diagnosed with MS in the summer of 21. Production on the series stopped, then resumed at Applegate's insistence. It's not like I came on the other side of it, she said. Like, woo-hoo, I'm totally fine. Angry at this twist of fate, shooting resumed on her terms. Oh, I'm so happy you're okay. Oh, God, maybe oh, the hugging's gonna sorry. kill me. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I love you. Applegate's days were shorter, with fewer walking shots. She took a wheelchair to the set, and in some scenes had a crew member hold up her legs out of camera range. Actress Selma Blair, who also has MS, told Savannah Applegate gave her strength. I saw Christina Applegate, you know, she did the last season of Dead to Me, and she was really dealing with a lot of major health challenges with MS, and watching her do it, that was an inspiration. Now it's the viewer's turn. Applegate says if people hate it, if people love it, if all they can concentrate on is, ooh, look at the cripple, that's not up to me. A courageous performance, despite a potentially debilitating disease. For today, Ann Thompson, NBC News. Good for her. What a story. What yeah. courage. Yeah. And what honesty. Yes. And now she's Courage. out there saying, this is real hard. This right. is a really bad It's time hard and me. she's yeah. in it. She's yeah, not she's like, oh, it. we can all right. feel better. It's yeah. over now. It's yeah. not over. She's yeah. in it. But she wow. has a lot of courage. Good yeah, for, for sure. Appreciate Ann on that story. Guys, next up, we're going to have to geek out a little bit. I'm not a Potterhead, so walk me through this, okay. Al. Harry Potter fans of the series are being asked to stop, well, at least pump the brakes on one character's beachside memorial. Potterheads will remember this movie oh. scene, Harry bearing Dobby. After the house elf dies rescuing the trio, over the last decade, that beach in Wales, that real beach, has become a pretty popular tourist destination for folks looking to pay respects to the fictional character. But now local officials are asking fans to just please stop leaving Dobby socks. Socks hold a special meaning, apparently, in this little guy's story, since that's how Harry freed him. But apparently, they're also causing environmental concerns. The National Trust Wales found things like socks and paint chips from Bobby decorated stone. Dobby, excuse me. I have no idea what's happening in the story. Bobby decorated stones are threatening the area's wildlife. So here's what this all means. I'm sorry. If you happen to find Carson Daly. If you wake up and you're at Freshwater West Beach in Wales, please keep your socks on. Dobby's gone on. Dobby's free. He's moved on. He's moved on. He's okay. Okay. But it was a very emotional scene in the movie. Yes. Yes. It was. Okay. So So one person got something. Finally, Amy Schumer, the hilarious actress, gearing up to host SNL for the third time this weekend. And in a new promo, she's not holding back when it comes to her list of dressing room demands. Oh, that's just my rider. I know some hosts can be high maintenance, Mulaney, but uh, I just want the bare essentials because 
I'm a mom now. Okay, coconut water, edible arrangements, bejeweled goblet. Yeah, all for the baby. Eight handles of tequila. Yeah. Giant bowl of loose cigarettes. $750 in unmarked bills. You know how babies can be. This doesn't sound like baby stuff to me. Excuse me? Hey, Ma, did you get my stuff? They grow up so fast. <laughs> It'd be a good Saturday night. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, boy. Loose cigarettes. You can catch Amy hosting this weekend alongside musical guest Steve Lacey, a big, great show. And, of course, that is right here on NBC. That's right. Okay. And Dobby makes an appearance. <laughs> Just keep your socks on. Rest in peace, yeah. Dobby. Uh, all right. We are tickled pink, or should we say red, because Ooh. Elmo is in the building. Can't wait to catch up with oh, him. All right. Can I get Elmo? Oh, Elmo. Yes, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, oh, As soon as you find You're some, so you can talk to them. Hi, Elmo! Hi, Elmo! Hi, Elmo! Zoom in. Oh, thank you. Oh. Elmo's in me, babe. How do you zoom in? Here, I'll show you. How do you zoom in? How do you zoom in? You're doing it in your right hand. We are back. It is 8.30 on this Thursday morning, the third day of November. 2022. Look at all these folks. Oh, my God. Carson Daly. We got the wild. so excited. Wild fans are in the house. Got some live ones. Wait. Wow. Every now and then. Wait. Can I just say? Like TRL? Look at this boo-boo. By the way, this woman was here since we were out. Six o'clock. What is your name? My name is Cindy, and I'm from Digman's Ferry, Pennsylvania. She is fired up. We are so happy. Does she think the Backstreet Boys are here today? <laughs> All right, guys, we're so happy not just to have our awesome crowd, but inside our pal Maria Schreiber is back. Guys, she has got a beautiful love story to share, and it comes with a very important message for all of us as we age. Okay, also, get your sweet tooth on, because Milk Bar's Christina Tosi is oh, here yeah. doing what she does best, whipping up some whimsical here. treats. This morning, she's got a recipe that's sure to win at any of your cookie swaps this holiday season. She's got a whole a book about cookies, So I excited! Love. Nice. I can't wait. Then on our third hour, a timely consumer confidential. A lot of folks give to charity this time of year. Well, we're going to let you know what you need to know before you don't to make sure your cash is going to the right place. And looking ahead tomorrow, we're going to close out the week with a parade of stars. Our buddy Ashton Kutcher is going to be joining us live here in Studio 1A. Also, Craig had a chance to go down to South Carolina and hang out with our buddy Darius Rucker. Nashville. Nashville, Nashville, yeah. Uh, D's celebrating. He's celebrating a lot right now. Ten number one country songs, ten years uh, 10 years in, in the business down there as well. The Grand Ole Opry for 10 years. So yep. he's got some new music that he's about to drop and it's dedicated to his late mom. Back oh. when Julia Bowfish oh. made it big in the 90s. Yeah. His mom actually died of a heart attack before any of that fame happened. Oh, wow. oh no kidding. And so he's got a deeply personal album that's going to come out soon that he's dedicated to his mom, Carol. Look forward to that tomorrow. Well. That's going to be that. good. But guys, before we get the weather, can I just introduce yes. you? Yes. Okay, she's my hero. This is Hannah. Oh. Okay, wait. Don't, don't give it away. Okay, wait. Where? <laughs> so in July, this is you. What were you doing? I was in labor. Okay. And you were watching... The Today Show. Okay, you see it? There she is watching, and guess who came? Little Judah. Aww. Good morning. You're here. You, I mean, so this is a Today Show baby. It is, yeah. yeah. Biggest fan. Aww. And where are you from? Wilmington, North Carolina. Well, thank you for being here, Judah. Good morning, sweet boy. Oh, I think we got a little smile. I love it. That is dedication. Hannah in labor, watching great. the show. We love, love it. That. Thank you so much. Love that. 
Right in the middle of steals and deals. I know. That's it was right. that right. <laughs> well, they got quite the got. deal. She got right on that QR Judah, code. Right yeah. The deal. Yeah. Okay, I was going to check in the weather. That's right. I don't know if anybody's going to get anything as cute as that on the no, QR no code. Way. Let's show you what we've got. Looking ahead toward the weekend for Friday, record warmth in the eastern third of the country. Severe storms from the Great Lakes all the way down to Texas. Heavy rain moving into the Pacific Northwest. On Saturday, warm and windy along the eastern seaboard. Strong storms in the Mississippi River Valley. Rain and snow. Northern Rockies in mountain regions then sunday sunday it's going to be a warm one for the uh new york city marathon but a gorgeous day as you get into the central plains heavy snow moving into the western plains and parts of the pacific northwest with rain into central california and that is your latest weather we actually have a public service announcement for those of you who mispronounce the state that has las vegas in it so how do, how do you how do you pronounce reno nevada nevada not nevada Nevada. All right. Well, let's go inside where it's always a sunny day. Oh, gosh. We're just checking, just checking out the scene here at Sesame Street. Some of our favorites. The day is sunny because here in Studio 1A, Elmo, Abby Cadabby, Grover, and Tamir are joining us. Hi, guys. Did you guys come all the way from Sesame Street to see us? Oh, yes, yes we, we did. did. Yes. Can I ask yes. you guys a question? Abby yes. and Elmo, are yes. you guys morning people? Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes yes and sometimes no. Elmo's feeling really good today, though. You are? Mm-hmm. I saw Elmo resting his head right here. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes Elmo just rests his head like this. <laughs> oh, that's how we that feel, is. too. Yeah, when I'm up, I'm like, woo, let's do this thing. I know. Abby, do you have a yeah. cup of coffee Abby, in the morning? Abby is a morning uh, fairy. She's coffee? a morning fairy. <laughs> I don't have coffee. I don't think that's a good idea for me. I'm already pretty hyper. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hey, hey, Grover and Tamir, it's good to see you guys. How are yeah, you? Good to see you. Yeah. We're happy that you guys are here. You guys have so many cool people who visit you on Sesame Street. Yeah. Who's yeah. like someone who's visited you recently who you were like, wow. Ooh, wow. Oh, we had uh, Samuel L. Jackson came to visit us. What? Yeah. The first lady. Wait, you're wow. very fancy. Yeah. What was yeah. she like? She was super nice and she played with Tango and Elmo and then oh. she helped us on our first day of school. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. You guys, there I was reading about your friend Cookie Monster. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Did you know that Cookie Monster's real name is Sid? What? what? <laughs> yes, I know. That's what it says on the internet. I, I thought his name was. Oh, well, if it says oh, it's on the internet. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I just true? call him the big C. Yeah, I just. Oh, uh, no, no. I mean, it, there, there's nothing truer uh, than you are what you eat with Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. It. No, it's just yeah. cookie. It's no, not, not sick. Hey, you guys, can we ask you? You know, a lot of. Sometimes people don't get along, but you guys always seem to get along. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tell us what? You tell us the secret. Tell well, it's very important to um, be kind to your neighborhood grouches. Yeah. That's very oh, important because yeah, yeah. sometimes there are some grouchy people. Yeah. And you have to remember to be very kind to them. Treat yeah. others as you'd like to be treated. Yeah, yeah that's you- true. And we listen to each other, you know, because I think that's really important. What'd you, you say? Know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys are amazing. We love you so much. Well, Tamir, do you me. like this? How, Tamir, how long have you been with this group? 
Uh, well, I just moved in just a, a couple years ago, so I think I've, I've been on Sesame Street for about two years now, and it's been my favorite place. Wow. How did they make yeah. you yeah. feel welcome when Come you first a good came? Friend. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Grover. Yeah. yeah, plus he's a really good artist. <laughs> oh, are they? Yeah, he's yeah I artist. like to draw. They, they're, they're really good friends because they like to support me when I draw my comic books. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Y'all are so nice. cool. What, by the way, grown-ups can learn a lot of lessons from you guys, so we yeah. just want to say thank you because you make us so happy every single time you come. Oh, and guess what? what? We're coming back in the fourth hour. Do you know that? What? what? We'll bring you candy. Okay. Take a little nap right here. Don't give up. Candy is my coffee. Right. Candy for him. Don't forget, you guys. The brand new 53rd season of Sesame Street premieres today on HBO Max. Love you guys. We got cookies here too. Oh, oh yeah, we got candy. Oh, yeah. Better than coffee, guys. Cookies for him. <laughs> Coming up next, I'll have what she's having. Maria Shriver joins us to share an important story for our Brain Power series. But first, this is Today on NBC. Yay, you guys were amazing. Amazing. You did it. You know what? I want to go back with our regular series, Brain Power. Today, more than 11 million Americans care for a loved one with Alzheimer's disease. And with women making up two-thirds of patients, caregiving often falls to their husbands or male partners. It does. There's a new memoir out, and it is shining a light on one man's journey with his wife. It's offering important advice that all of us can use. And Maria is here with more on this one. Wow, what a book, huh? Yeah, it's so it's so moving. Good morning, everyone. This is a love story of more than 60 years between former Wisconsin Governor Marty Scriber and his beloved wife, Elaine. For two decades, Marty cared for her as she struggled with Alzheimer's, an experience he says taught him invaluable lessons about how to cope as the person you love slowly disappears. From the moment they fell in love as teens, Martin Schreiber and his wife, Elaine, were inseparable. As Wisconsin's governor, Marty relied on Elaine as a constant support and doting mom to their four children. There was nothing more loving, more attending, more of everything that you could ever want in a life's partner. But in their 60s, Marty noticed changes in Elaine, his brilliant wife becoming forgetful and confused. These were the first signs of Alzheimer's. And as Elaine slowly declined, Marty had to become her support in ways he'd never imagined. When your partner has Alzheimer's, you can feel like a lone wolf. Now in his book, My Two Elaines, Marty shares his caregiving journey, one full of heartbreak, but also of hope. Can you explain to people what you mean by My Two Elaines? Well, the first Elaine, that was my friend, my advisor, my companion. The second Elaine began to appear some almost 19 years ago. And that was when she would get lost driving to and from places she had been going to and from for 10 years. I had to let go of this first Elaine in order so I could embrace the second Elaine and help her. Marty says the biggest challenge was learning to live in Elaine's new world of Alzheimer's accepting that her reality was now very different than his. When I tried to keep her in my world, no, Elaine, it didn't happen on a Thursday, it happened on a Friday. It wasn't the Joneses, it was the Smiths. Her life was more miserable. And so I, I began to realize that if I could help Elaine live her best life possible by joining her world. And if she thinks it happens on a Thursday, that's okay. As miserable and ugly as this disease is, we can at least snatch 
some moments of joy. To cope with her memory lapses, Marty began practicing what he calls therapeutic fibbing. If Elaine mistakenly thought her deceased parents were still alive, he'd just play along rather than upset her with the truth. Still, caregiving took a toll on him. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I didn't get enough exercise. You talk about the role of caregiver changing your definition of manhood for yourself. I thought I was the man, and uh, I could take care of this. I promised Elaine for better or for worse. At the same time, there there is this grieving process mm. that you go through because you see your loved one die a little bit every day. And I concluded that if you want to be a real man, what you would really want to do is ask for help. He started therapy, and when Elaine's needs became too great, he moved her into a care facility. Let me call you sweetheart. Last April, after nearly 70 years together, Marty lost his beloved Elaine. He hopes sharing their story can help other caregivers survive and thrive. This is a book about caregiving, but it's really at its most basic and incredible love story. Yes, yes. What makes you smile so much when I say that? Many times, if, if, if we fall in love, we, we only have a chance to really truly love one person. I had a chance to love and be with two people, so that makes it be a very significant blessing. I mean, wow. I just want to let that sit there for a minute, uh, right? You know, we should mention that the uh, book, My Two Elaines, is out now. And net proceeds go to support programs for Alzheimer's caregivers all across the country. And that's his passion. He wants to bring light to, particularly to men who are doing this incredible, loving, nurturing caregiving. Mm. And he is just, it's such a moving story. Uh, He's such a good man. Well, just the, the therapeutic lying, which yeah, fibbing, he calls it. Fibbing. And just also when he sang to her, it was like the smallest thing right. in that moment. Beautiful. And then when he said, most people only get to love one, one person. person. Oh, I wow. To love wow. You're like, wow. That was beautiful. So yeah. much wisdom yeah. there. And yeah. just yeah. about acceptance and making peace. Wow. And, and I hope this honors a little bit what he did, but all the millions of people who yeah. are doing caregiving, particularly this yes. month, which is Alzheimer's and Caregiving Month. So we love you, Maria. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Maria. You. Al, over to you. Everybody loves Maria. And everybody loves Milk Bar's Christina Tosi. And you're going to love her even more because you're going to help us win the Christmas cookie swap. Oh, heck yeah, Al. I have a new cookbook coming out, Milk Bar All About Cookies. It's got all of your cookie secrets ready to unlock and unleash. But first, this is today on NBC. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. 
but add an extra tablespoon to the flour. Okay. And it'll just give it a little bit more body. All right, I'm, scared. I'm sorry. I'm getting tips from the pro, guys, because we have a legend in the house. It's today food. We're going to get in the holiday spirit early. <laughs> Some crowd pleasers to Thanksgiving. I mean, everyone's excited because you have a plate full of cookies, okay? Where's Cookie Monster? <laughs> this is his day. This is really This is magic. Oh, guys, Christina Tosi, owner of the beloved Milk Bar here in New York, is out with a new cookbook. Mm -hmm. It is all about cookies. That is, the, in fact, the title. It's all about the title. Christina, I love uh -huh. it. We've already got our tasters here. You don't do anything like uh, just normal or average. All of your cookies have an interesting twist. Yes, I mean, I love to bake because baking is my way to like get in there, break the That's rules, fantastic. make people feel seen. It's like seeing life in color yeah. when you bake or when you eat a milk bar cookie. Now, are these, because I was just asking you, I, I might make chocolate chip cookies. That's about it. And I was asking you for some tips, but is this, are these recipes that, you know, normal people like? A hundred percent. Like for me, the reason I love to write cookbooks and bake and host bake club is because I love to feed people cookies, but I love to unleash the baker in everyone as well. Mm. So I brought for you one of my favorite recipes from the cookbook. It is a chocolate toffee hobnob. Hobnob. It's a hobnob. It's hobnob. like a okay. British oh. Odie biscuit. So consider mm. it a breakfast cookie, right? Okay. Yes. So it starts with flour, some salt, and some baking soda. Okay, I know you're there. a baker, so get well, in there. Well, I try. Okay. I've got some stop. butter, some honey, and some sugar Ooh, honey. going okay. in the mixer, cream for about three minutes. Okay. Then we're going to add your dry ingredients mm -hmm. and then some whole oats now? that, yeah, go for it. Okay. And some whole oats that I ground down into sort of a flour-like consistency to give flavor and texture. You can got I do it, it all at once? You can do you it all you, at okay, once. Okay. And the big, <laughs> cheer her on. Yeah, thank you. And the big difference when you add the dry ingredients is you just want to mix as little as humanly possible. Okay. A yeah. little bit of milk, a little bit of vanilla Like a little extract. combined, that's it. Exactly. Okay. Mixing too much in a cookie gives you like a dense tough cookie. And okay. for the milk bar cookie, you know the classic milk bar cookie. Yeah. It's dense, it's fudgy. We, yeah, we love that. Okay, let's Then the cookie, dough, <laughs> the cookie dough comes out. Okay. We give it a nice little scoop into these little rounds dough. because when the cookie bakes, it bakes flat mm -hmm. and crumbly in a really nice sandy This way. is a melon baller. I, I mean, like it is. Small one. It okay. is. Mm. Then we make a little bit of a toffee mixture. This is light brown sugar, butter, and a little bit of salt. We cook it until it gets the color of basically peanut butter. Okay. We throw it out onto a pan, let it cool down. This is down. toffee, which is different That's than caramel. Favorite. Is it's toffee easier to make part. than caramel? I think toffee is easier to make than caramel because you don't have to take it to a certain okay. temperature. Okay. You can literally bring it to this nice um, peanut butter color shape. Okay. When it hardens, feel this. It's like a nice slap. Oh, wow. Okay, but wait. You just put it on the baking sheet. Then what? You put it in the fridge It's going to cool down. You can let it cool down at room temperature for 30 minutes. You can throw it in the fridge till it gets to this state. Okay. And then this is like really where you... Good day, bad oh, day. This is fun. You oh, I feel well, you're like you're hammering it. Show me. Like this. Wait, you're breaking it up like this, mama. Okay. You go for it. <laughs> Okay. Oh, this is fun. Okay. Anybody else want it? So this okay. is, you know, like a classic milk bar um, oh. cookie. It has flavor, but it also has texture. So this is what we're going That's for. That's what we're going okay, for. Okay, fine. Then we're going to dip our beautiful little Odie cookies into this milk chocolate. Top it with toffee. Okay. Oh. So you can go straight in. Yes. Now, what is, you can take a little question. fork. Did you just melt some chocolate in just the microwave some, or over the double boiler? Either or, or. You can melt it gently in the microwave. You can melt it over a double boiler till it's nice and glossy like this. Uh. You cover it with some toffee. <laughs> and then you marvel you at the that. cookies is it good? you got. Oh, okay. And I just want to say, if you are like, I'm in over my head yes. at this point, you know that Milk Bar's got you for cookies. Well. The bakeries, milkbarstore.com. We live in a world of cookies. 
and we live to bring cookies to people's homes. This just looks absolutely delicious. Guys, did you try all of them? And which was your favorite? Insane. Hoda, what do you got? I well, I love the one you just made, and I I love that, and I also love that peppermint bark, whatever that is. So these peppermint bark cookies. I love a peppermint. Chocolate, caramel, pretzel, peppermint white chocolate. It's coming on the menu. Literally, like the countdown has begun. You can go to Milk Bar Store and sign up. But the recipe's in the cookbook. What's this one? This is confetti cookie. Oh yeah, confetti. Oh, that's my favorite. That's like birthday cake. That's that's what it's all about. This is fair. I'm in a cookie Love coma. Oh my the God, world of too. cookies. So it's good. endless, y'all. Oh my gosh. Back oh. up the truck. I'm taking them all home. Wow. Thank you so much, Christina. The cookbook is called All About Cookies. You can find this recipe and more at today.com slash food. Swallow. We're back in a moment. Uh-huh. This is today on NBC. Oh my God. We are back with this morning's Plaza Picks. I was so happy to meet the Priest family from Davison, Michigan. This was this is their first trip to New York, guys. That's right. And I got to welcome this group of teachers from Kansas City, yep. group of friends on their annual oh, Friends fun. trip. Look at that. Guys, here's Sarah from Clinton, Indiana, celebrating her 40th birthday with her family. Oh, y'all, wow. the nicest oh, people. Yeah. But nobody nicer than Christina. That's Tennessee. right. Oh my God! Yeah. This cookbook. Come on. I know. Just got. Oh look, he's he's going. Are you eating the dough? No, you can't. Dough trust and toffee. You can't trust oh him my gosh, I love it. That's right. We're just oh. getting started, by the way, this morning. Coming up on the third hour, uh, more inspiration as we dive into the holiday season. Our shop all day team has a slew of ideas for everyone on your list. And on Hoda and Jenna, we're catching up with the only one and only Martha Stewart. Martha's here. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. 